jab effect, jab jab effect, jab 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 effect, jab jab effect. Win, lose, or draw. I'm not worried about being undefeated and all the stuff that other people worried about. I'm worried about being the best. And if taking a loss, you know, comes between me and being the best, then so be it. Jab effect, jab 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 effect. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is Combo Breaker 99. What he did against the best out there just makes me take my hat off to him. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. The undisputed champion. He really did some impressive things this year. Um, I said it was a pretty uh, dramatic knockout. You know, he, he applies that consistent pressure, and he has that determination and motivation to, you know, to keep pressing on in the fight. My name is Combo Breaker 99. I want to be a star. Hey, boy, Boxing P. Damn, he's knocking people out. Right. We just want to talk a little bit about some boxing, man. Just after the boxing podcast. I'm trying to prove that I'm the best. Let's get ready to rumble! All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another Jab Podcast, episode 133. I'm Combo Breaker 99. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing Pete. Back with another what we call a lockdown edition of these shows, man. You know, still been staying a little bit busy, man. You know, going to work, still following the rules. You know, we in this like phase two or phase three, but I'm still a little skeptic, man. You know, me, I'm a little paranoid about these things, so I'm still following the same rule I was if it was phase one, man. What about you, P? Yeah, um, I mean, you know, we we both work in uh. Healthcare, so we both mm-hmm. been working the whole time. It ain't like we've been staying home, working from home. So we've been out <laughs> on the front lines this whole time, and I mean, we still really see is is the dangers of this stuff. So yeah, of course, I'm still, you know, I'm still moving the same way right now, and right? you know, and I would advise other people to move with caution. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because people got realize people going out doing what they want to do and then they coming back and reinfecting other people who chose to do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is what you got to kind of think about. You're going to the beach this weekend, but then you're coming to work Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's something to think about. I ain't saying that's what's, the, you know, that's guaranteed, but it is something to think about when we trying to contain and control and get rid of this um, COVID-19. Yeah, man. And um, I just remember, like, when you brought up the beach just now, I just remember it. it's Memorial Day weekend, too, man. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of scared about that, man, because it's like, I know how Memorial Day weekend is, you know, just on a, when everything is good, but I'm I'm curious as to what it's going to look like tomorrow. Like, I got to work on Memorial Day tomorrow, but I'm, I'm just wondering if these beaches are going to be crazy packed, man. You know? Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, ain't you ain't seen no reports. I mean, no. I, I personally know a few people that's at the beach right now, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's like I said, man. Um, you know, some people have been a long time coming, and Memorial Memorial Day weekend it's a tradition, and they would not break it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah, the beaches, yeah, they 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 wide open right now, brother. Oh man, you know what I'm saying I don't know like what regulations they got down there, but people definitely people definitely hit hit the ocean this weekend. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, definitely. Yeah, well, I know, like I said, I'm gonna continue to do what I do, and I know you are. You know, try to play yeah. it safe, man. But you know, we still been following boxing. Like I said, we will never stop this thing. But today, man, like, want to do something a little bit different. You know, we want to just talk about this topic in general that it covers. To me, it covers every era of boxing. You know, it's the one thing about boxing that never changes, and. I think without it, we wouldn't have the champions that we have today, man. And that one word it all ties to is dedication, man. Um, dedication yeah. in boxing, you know, I think you can have you can have power, you can have strength, you can have gifts, but dedication is like that one thing that you need. Like when you first hear that word, P, what 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 does it make you? What 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 does it make you say about boxing? Like how what's the marriage of it between boxing and um dedication? How important is it to you? 
um I mean it's 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 a key element of boxing. You know, to me, if you're not dedicated, you definitely um you won't last long. But um but it it, it makes me think when I think about dedication in, in boxing, it makes me think back of, of, of the throwback fighters and you know who just did the basic fundamentals of training you know they didn't have nutritionists they didn't have all these supplements they didn't have these state-of-the-art gyms but they still managed to be dedicated and disciplined and um you know you, you fast forward to today you know, during the quarantine, you know, it's kind of like people been finding every excuse not to be dedicated. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like I say, when I think of the word, I think to the throwback fighters back in the day where they was chopping wood, doing road work, you know, jumping rope, you know, just the simple basic elements and fundamentals of boxing training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad you brought up like even looking back at these different eras because their their objective it it's the same as today. It should it should never change. You know, it was always you know I'm trying to be the best. But when we look at today's fighters, when you say like cut corners, that's why I said dedication is that one thing that never changes. Because to me, de- being dedicated, being stuck to that task, you know, that's the one thing that you really want to do that never changes. You can never cut that corner, you know? There ain't never been, I mean, there's never going to be a shortcut. I mean, there's been shortcuts for, you know, how to deposit your money in the bank now, you know, do things online, but that's just to make little things simpler. But when it comes to actually trying to get something that you really have to work hard for, like in this sport, you know, this grueling sport, you know, that never changes. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, gym's clothes shouldn't stop you from training or being dedicated you know what i'm saying there's other things you can do mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you know the word it's a deep word you know what i mean because it it depends on the person you know what i'm saying i mean some people they say they're dedicated but but in their mind they may be dedicated but you know, you, you see, you see, you notice when people are really dedicated to their craft, whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they shine, you know what I'm saying? They shine above the rest, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that dedication is a key part of it, you know? I mean, you, 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 you can't <laughs> be an absolute scrub and nothing and be dedicated and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it, it's more to it than that, but, you know, dedication is is a key part in and in, in, in almost attaining anything that you that you really want but um but but like i say just speaking on today's um fighters not all of them but some of them we see a big lack of dedication is you know kind of what i'm saying that you know in today's fighters because they have all the bells and whistles and Everything is customized for them, mm-hmm. you know, where if if you want to be the best and it's all about you, why should we customize it for you? You know what I mean? You, you should go out and get it on your own if that's how you feel. But that, that's the um, that's how they have the new fighters situated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They take care of everything for them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They yeah. take everything for them. So um, dedication in in today in today's boxing world is it's getting lost a little bit. At what you think? I think so. And um, <clears throat> here's a question for you. Uh, I'm gonna ask in just a second. But yeah, like going like to, to uh, today's fighters on how they're dedicated. I I don't really think they're they understand what what their what their goal is, you know. I think some of the older fighters on how they were trained and some of the champions on how they were trained, 
they they first saw the sport being dedicated to boxing as a way to kind of better themselves. You know, I, I think it was a way of kind of build up their confidence and, you know, see a better them and show them that they go overcome certain things. You know, they weren't necessarily looking at the rewards yet. Of course, a lot of these fighters, you know, that was their only way of income. So, you know, they, they took the fighting to make money, but at the same time, they saw in the sport that this is something that could make me, make me better as a person. You know, so my question to UP is, um, do you think that fighters are dedicated to the wrong things nowadays? Um, well, it's definitely a lot of distractions out there for fighters today and if, if, if you're weak-minded, you know, um, definitely the social media, um, and just pretty much the social media because the social media is kind of like its own little celebrity, you know, even if the world doesn't know you, you know, you could be known on social media. So um, we're seeing the fighters, you know, we're seeing the lines getting blurred between networking on social media or, you know, marketing or promoting your fights as opposed to just promoting yourself. You know, um, we see some fighters who do a really good job at using it as a tool, but we see a lot of fighters getting caught up into the social media world, which takes away from training, dedication, all the things that make makes you a good fighter. You know, promotion is part of it, but, you know, promotion doesn't win fights. Right, yeah. Yeah, it, it um it kind of makes me feel like a lot of these guys are just sticking to a couple of key key moves on what they can do in sport in the sport to to kind of build up the wrong thing. You know, they kind of build up the reputation on Instagram, you know, build up the reputation mm -hmm. on Twitter. So they might see if they might walk a certain walk and say, Okay, man, um, this is what I'm actually kind of sticking to. This is what I'm dedicated to. I, I gotta keep doing this. So my fans and my followers will build up on Instagram. The likes will go up, you know? It's kind of like that 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 line was kind of blurred when they was like, oh, this is what I'm doing it for. You know, the sport this is what I'm doing it for, just to impress people. You might try to get a certain physique just to get likes, you know what I mean? You, you right. really don't understand what you're really going to be doing for your body, you know, the well-being, the taking care of yourself, you know? Like, so what are you going to do today your followers go away. You're going to just stop working out or stop dedicating yourself to the sport, you know? Right. Right. Because it's like anything, man. If you're a fighter and you're not winning, then, yeah, your social media presence and your clout and all that stuff goes down. You know, I mean, it, it it's only positive when you're winning for a fighter. You know what I'm saying? On social media so a fighter need to look at that and say, well, damn, you know, before I hop on social media, I need to make sure I put my work in for the day because I need to stay winning to keep making this a pleasant experience, you know what I'm saying, for the most part. Because trust me, if you're losing, social media ain't, ain't a place for a loser. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. So, um, you know, you got to keep that in mind, man. You got to keep that in mind. Like I say, I do see a few, few fighters <clears throat> that I do like the way they move on social media. You know, Andre Wolf for the most part, you know, Terrence Crawford. You know, it's a few other fighters out there that, you know, just keep it simple on social mm -hmm. media. You know, not too personal, not too not too vague. Just give us just give us a, a small glimpse inside their their life and what we see is positive. You know, but um it's a whole nother side of, you know, the fighters on social media, you know, with, with, with a glimpse into their life we're seeing, you know, when we scroll down their timeline or on their page or whatever. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's definitely created an animal for the newer fighters who don't really, like I say, who are not mature and really, Dedicated, eh? You know what I'm saying? If you're dedicated, none of this stuff matters. You know what I'm saying? But 
if you're not a dedicated person, then yeah, these are the fighters we kind of see and getting caught up into, you know, the social media. Um, fiasco that's going on right now. Yeah, because when you think about it, like, you can kind of see it in different fighters. Like, the fighters you really don't see on Instagram too much, you know, they are dedicated to the sport. You know, they are really, like, dedicated to that life. They're saying that nothing else matters. You know, that's kind of like the first sign that you see whenever you know a fighter's really about the sport, you know. When those right. when those gym doors close, they're like, I'm in there for however long it takes for the day. You know, we ain't here to work. Nothing else matters. But sometimes you get the feeling that other fighters kind of let social media make them, you know what I mean? And that's why they stay dedicated to the wrong thing. You know, they stay they stay true to Instagram instead of staying true to the gym, you know? Like, right. it's one thing to go put in the hard work and then show the results, but you showing them as you doing it. And I think that makes you just kind of play up to the camera. And, and again, that kind of like, that, that, that just kind of separates the whole line there. Are you really in it for bettering yourself in the sport and just showing, you know, that, hey, all this hard work is going to pay off? Or are you just in it for, you know, a little bit of fans, you know, a little bit of yeah. glitz and glamour? And and now, it's it's a difference between um, recording a workout, recording a sparring session, as opposed to doing stuff for the camera. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I do want to be clear on that. You know what I mean? And it, 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 I mean that's that's part of learning, recording yourself and then going back and watching yourself. At, you know, in action, people learn that way and I think it's a good I think it's a good learning tool to do that but we talk about some people who might just be training because the camera on (laughs) you know what I'm saying stuff like that or just doing fancy stuff because the camera is on you know I mean looking into the camera that's kind of more so what what we talking about you know what I mean and even some of that is okay but when that's all that you're doing then it's not really okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I'm saying and you know the flip side of it and is I mean, you playing such a dangerous game, it, you, 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 it makes you wonder why would why would a guy not want to be dedicated? You know what I'm saying? And I mean, you playing with your life literally in this sport. So, I mean, for guys to even think about taking it lightly, and they do it all the time, every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of you know, it's 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 a little crazy. You know, and that's the thing I'm saying. Like, you know, it's a lot of guys out here don't. It's we say you got to stay dedicated to whatever it is you do, but like boxing is the number one to me because your life's on the line. You know what I mean? Every day, yeah. I know if you're a singer, you want to stay dedicated to your craft, your actor, but boxing is like you can't just go in there half-ass it because you half-ass it. You know that's your life. You know? Yeah, I mean, like like you say, like a singer. I mean, a singer wants to take care of their voice, warm their voice up, don't smoke, don't do anything that's you know, detriment to the throat. You know, any profession, they they, they want to take care of their tools that they make a living with. You know what I'm saying? And a fighter being dedicated keeps your tools sharp. If you don't keep your tools sharp, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to work properly. And if they're not working properly, you're probably not going to win fights. You know, if you win fights, you you know you know the rest of the story. You know what I'm saying? So it's just um all of this stuff goes hand in hand. And I mean and it and this goes for any professional athlete or anybody that's just serious about doing something in life, you know. It's not just a sports thing, it's a life thing. Um, you know, dedication is important piece in the accomplishing any goal you know for anybody so you know you can't have fast and expect to get results oh yeah 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 i agree with that man because um just even thinking back to like you mentioned andre ward you know andre ward was a fighter that i think how old is he i think he was like 12 years old when he said he faced his first loss and right then he just kind of focused again he was like he had this focus even at 12 that said you know I didn't like the feeling of losing 
you know, he's like, I'm never going to lose again. So he really made it his, his, uh, his goal to say, I don't like this feeling. So every day I'm going to train hard or do whatever it takes to win. You know, that's how competitive he, he became, you know, he faced mm-hmm. that first loss. He was like, no, I can't ever do that. And when you, when you go all the way from his career to uh, Olympics, to the super middleweight tournament, and that shows you how dedicated he was. He was willing to test his skills against anybody, you know, in the super middleweight tournament. He was like, yo, I don't care who it is. I'll fight anybody there. He was able to unify right. the titles, even go to light heavyweight and face, you know, the best guy at light heavyweight. And now he got, now he kind of goes back and shows you the hard work, you know, the rewards, you know, and still not really like throwing it in your face. You know what I'm just saying? You know what I'm no. saying? He's just still going back and saying, hey, this is what dedication will get you. When you dedicate yourself to the sport and you know why you're fighting, it makes it a lot more um, – I think it kind of makes the – I won't say the road easier, but it'll make it a little bit more clear. The path is clear, if that makes sense. You know, you'll kind of know what you're shooting for versus whenever you just kind of, oh, the fame is here, oh, the lights, I'm looking for the money. You know, there's so many different paths. You don't know what to stay dedicated to, you know? Are you fighting for the women? Are you fighting for the money? But Ward had a path that he said, okay, it's going to be a hard road, but I see it clear. I know the one thing is I want to stay on this undefeated streak, which he did, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, because at the end of the day, you are a fighter, you know? You can like the women. You can like the jewelry. You can like all that. But but none of that wins fights. Yeah. And, and 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 like I say, being a fighter, if you're not winning, then it don't really mean nothing. So a fighter wants to be a champion. He wants to be known as a winner. So it's just like, you know, Andre Ward, like you said, at 12 years old, dedicated himself to the sport. Andre Ward had drugs thrown at him. He had women thrown at him. He had parties thrown at him. He had all that stuff thrown at him. You know what I'm saying? But he made he made a choice. You know what I'm saying? He made a choice. Now that he's done with his career, you look back and you see Audrey Ward got a beautiful family, beautiful home, doing things outside of Boston, not taking punishment, still got all his faculties. I mean, who can say that he's not a winner? You know what I'm saying? Who mm-hmm. can say he's not a winner? Mm-hmm. You know, retired, he's under 40. Who can say he's not a winner? Eh? So, it's all about it's all about you. You know what I'm saying? Andre Ward, he's not a billionaire. You know, he's not the most popular fighter, but he's comfortable with where he's at and deserved deserved and fought hard for everything that he, that he got. Wasn't given anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he's definitely like a um a true advocate of the sport. You know what I'm saying? A a a, a good representation of the sport. You know what I mean? When you want to look at a guy in the modern era of boxing who really, you know, shows what the sport is all about. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, like I said, it kind of made his path clear all the way even to the end of his career because it's like, um, I know it's only been three years since he has been retired and we don't know if he will come back, but I could almost say that I'm pretty sure that he won't come back. And I think for the fact is because that since he, he did dedicate his whole life to the sport and he did everything, just, just about everything he wanted to and accomplished it. I think it, it kind of uh, feels that, that void that a lot of fighters, they can't feel, you know, you've seen fighters. Absolutely. You've seen some of the biggest champions. It's hard for them to stay away. You know, they'll leave for a year. They'll come back. Um, they, they, they don't know when to leave because they don't really understand, you know, what they, what it was they were fighting for. You know, granted, some of them just want to fight because of the fighter spirit, but I kind of think that whenever you have given yourself to the sport for, for, for the real reasons that you really wanted and, you know, and you, and you were able to accomplish, I think it's a lot. I think it, the results are a lot better. You know, I think the, the results are going to be a lot better for you, you know, because, um, Ward, like I said, man, like I, he he shocked me when he retired in 2017. You know, but then mm-hmm. I, when I thought about it, I was like, well, what else can he do? You know, what else can he really accomplish? He already 
proven everything I think uh, a multi-division world champion can do. What else could there be? Right, right. And, I mean, and obviously he had accomplished the goals that he set for himself. Mm-hmm. What the problem is accomplishing goals that other people set for you. They always going to set a goal for you. You got to set your own goal and say, hey, I made it to what I wanted to do. I'm done. You know, they try to keep Andre there. Oh, what about this guy? What about that guy? You know yeah. how they do everybody. But, you know, he was confident in what he had accomplished already in his career and was able to not be tempted by that type of talk. You know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. you know, that, like I said, that's kind of important to, you know, know yourself, your self-worth and know that I've accomplished the goals that I've set out for myself. Not that society or the boxing world or whoever has set out for me because they never satisfied. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They want to see me lose and go to the next person. So I got to know that in my mind and you know what I'm saying? Know when I get to my point, then I'm, I'm, I'm happy. You know, I believe Andre Ward go through the same, you know, uh, same thing, feelings that other fighters go through, you know, missing it and stuff, but, you know, got other stuff going on, family man, you know, commentating and just got other things going on in his life that are important to him as well. You know, I mean, I know um, Ben Askren, UFC fighter, he said that, um, you know, he retired and he said that, you know, some other things that he wanted to do and like coaching was like a big part of his happiness for him. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the accolade TVs or the belts. He had did that, but another big part of him was you know, wanting to go back to the younger wrestlers and, and, and give back. He said that made him happy. And just to know that you have that to do after the fight game. Because the fight game probably, after the way he went out, really didn't show him a lot of love. But I'm sure the kids, that's kind of unconditional. You know what I mean? And you probably need that balance, man, because, you know, it's rough. This is a rough sport. You feel yeah. me? Like I said, if you're not winning, you're not nothing. You're only as good as your last fight, and it has to be a win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that that's how the fight game is with you. But like you're saying, with the kids or the people who actually looked up to him, you know, they can always take the good out of out of that fighter. You know, they can always say, "I can learn from that person's mistakes." You know? Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. And um, I want to ask you this too, man. From like your years of watching boxing and my years watching boxing too, I was kind of thinking to myself, like what were like some signs that you seen in some fighters, you know, whether it be today or before, like where you could tell they, they weren't dedicated at that one moment, you know, no names specifically, but just like you could tell where, where they kind of led up somewhere. They were kind of lacking something that you feel like some of the younger generation, they could kind of learn from. Um, well, just, just like the, the pretty much the, 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 the party and lifestyle can be intoxicating for oh, yeah, yeah, any <clears throat> young male, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the party and that goes along with the drugs and the women, and um, you had to be able to be in control of that stuff, man. I mean, through the eyes of 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 boxing we've seen countless amount of fighters get caught up in all of that whether it's drugs whether it's women you know but it all kind of fits under that umbrella of partying and even up to today you know we still see guys um indulging when they probably shouldn't be and um throughout time we've seen that 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 that, that proved not to be a good thing eh? You know, mm-hmm. the guys that we've seen really shine were the guys that were dedicated. We didn't see them out partying. I mean, granted, in the 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, it wasn't the type of um, what the cameras and footage that we have today. Like, now you can't go out nowhere without being seen. But, you know, 
I do remember being a kid and they might show Mike Tyson out at the nightclub or Spinx Brothers out at the nightclub. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. did see Jet magazines and different, you know, we seen different um different different images of that stuff happening back then as well, but just not how you know we see it today because it's so everybody has a camera, you know. Yeah, all it takes is just like one passerby or one one fan with the cell phone now, you know, all your fans got right. like, 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 like now it's big money to, 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 to take a picture of somebody out somewhere. You yeah. know, it's, it's business, it's business. You can make money off a picture, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. people are compelled, you know, from being a fan and financially to, you know, catch any, 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 any image they can. But, but like I say, you know, Throughout time, we've seen party, and in my opinion, party, and there's been like a big, big downfall for the fighters. And I mean, and partying goes with lack of training, lack of discipline, lack of dedication. That you know, all mm-hmm. all, all goes under that umbrella. Because if you party and you don't feel like getting up running, you know, you party you're on drugs, you don't feel like you know doing the things that you need to do to be uh, successful in the ring. Mhm. Um, what you think? Oh what yeah. What you think? Hey, the party, the partying definitely is a is a you partying, know. Yeah, partying is definitely a big one because it's like you said, it, it kind of um, it well, I won't say it kind of. It does. It does cut off that that concentration, that focus you have because you got to remember when you say dedicated to a sport you're dedicated to this sport until your career is over. You know what I mean? You can't let up. I mean, of course you can reap some of the benefits, rewards. You can have your little celebration, but there's some guys, they think like, like I said, not exactly. fighters, but there's fighters out there that said when they won the, the heavyweight crown, it was like, I felt like I was on top of the world. I was invincible. And they said that mountain of whatever it was, they were snorting is right in front of them. It was like, yo, when exactly. I see it's my lifestyle, I'm gonna do this every day, you know? And then that's when they, exactly. they forget that that dedication it took to get where they were. They're thinking that this is this is gonna be it every day. They already forgot that there's the hard work that you have to put in for the next fight, you know? And and I was about to say it's a difference difference between celebrating and partying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, partying is like almost a lifestyle. You know, right. celebration yeah. that's you know, that's, you're celebrating something. You, you had a victory that night, you're celebrating. I get it. You got this accolade, you know, you got that accolade, you celebrate, and I get it. But the party in this, just what regular people do. We go to the club on Friday. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we go out, you know, we ain't even got to be celebrating. Nothing. We just saying, man, we just we just heading out. But, you know, there's fighters like that. They, that's the number one thing they do. As soon as they leave the gym, or sometimes they ain't even make it to the gym. They're going straight there. And, you know, trainers be looking at their watch, waiting for them. You know, they're like, where he, where's so-and-so right. at? And I kind of tie that into what I was going to say is a sign of lack of um, dedication. It's guys that lose their belt in the first title defense. You know, right, right there, I already can tell you that's a, that's a fighter that ain't dedicated anymore. He kind of lost the he kind of lost the connection of why he was doing it. You know, when he get the belt, it's like, oh man, like, that's it. Like, I don't understand like how to keep the belt. I knew how to get it, but I don't understand how to keep it. You know, I think whenever you understand the sport of boxing, you, you understand that what you're shooting for is it's supposed to be yours the whole career. You know, you, you fight for it and then you fight to defend it. But some guys just say, no, I'm just fighting for it to get it. And then I lose that high. You know, I'm off that high now. So it's cool. You know, we exactly. party, whatever. Then, boom, you get knocked out in your next title, in your t- your first title defense. All because you were like, oh, man, like, it, it didn't feel the same, you know? And, 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 and honestly speaking, that if you come into the sport, you get into boxing at the, 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 the right age, that you're supposed to get into a nice, er, nice and early, you know, you dedicate yourself, you blossom and peak when you're supposed to. I mean, by 30, you could be looking at retirement at 31, 32, looking at retirement with yeah. an accomplished career. And then you could party 
all you want. You know, I just want to touch on like today, you know, a fighter might say, well, shit, I got paid to go to the club. You know, they, they paying, you know, semi-celebrities to do walkthroughs and whatever. Okay, I get that. But if you think about it, had you dedicated yourself and not hit the club and dedicated yourself, you, you would have got a few million for this fight that you got coming up and you would have won, which you would have got even more million for in your next fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As opposed to grabbing a couple of dollars here and there for a walkthrough. You know, I get it if your career is over. Yeah, then do all the walkthroughs you want. But while you in the game, that's not really, that don't even really register. They pay me to come to, that don't really register. Mm-hmm. No. Nah. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it don't because it, it'll put you in a, it'll put you in like a, a false light of yourself. You know, you'll think you're bigger than you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you just, even if you're trying to refrain and, 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 and be focused and dedicated and you're surrounded by women, fine women, you're surrounded by drugs, you're surrounded by alcohol, you're surrounded by all these things that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Major weaknesses for most men. And why would you really want to be putting yourself in that situation too many times? You know, sometimes you're going to have to go and dance sometimes, you know, but I wouldn't want to be putting myself in that situation too much. You know what I'm saying? Because of the environment. Mm-hmm. You already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? You know what it is. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I think that a lot of guys, uh, let me let me see how do how would I put this? Um, I think no. Here's the question I want to I want to ask you. Uh, okay, so fighters being dedicated, like, and making sure that that's what they really want to do. They want to be you know really focused on the sport. How important is it for you to have? How important is how important is it for you to have the right people in your corner to stay dedicated? Um, is in my opinion, is very is, is your corner just as important to stay dedicated to sport? That's my question. What you saying? Is is the people in your corner? Is it just as important to stay dedicated to the sport, to boxing? The people in your corner is it just important for them to stay dedicated. No, is it important to have the right people in your corner? Oh, absolutely, man, and um. I mean, in the right people in your corner, um, in my opinion, they're going to be people that's going to tell you the truth, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can be dedicated all you want, but if you're not telling me the truth, then all that don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to have somebody that's honest with you who can tell you the truth. You know, that's the problem. It's a lot of dedicated yes men right now, man. You know what I mean? Oh, they yeah. dedicated, but they yes men. You feel me? Oh, yeah. So, you know, you need a guy who is going to look out for you and and maybe go against or say some things that you don't want to hear sometimes. You know what I mean? I think that's a big, big, big thing that's going on right now. You know what I mean? I think the people dedicated, they be there all the time. They always there. They on the money train. But they yes men. Mm -hmm. They won't tell you what you need to hear. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're kind of like, they're they're like guys like that. They're they're mostly like dedicated to, to riding that train. Like you said, they they just trying to ride it right now. So they dedicated to say, you know, let me stick it out with him. You know, I'm gonna be here every day with yeah. him until he yeah. falls. Whatever he's or whatever he say, go. You know what I'm saying? Right, I'm not right. gonna question anything. I'm not gonna cause no waves. You know, so, you know, which is um, I mean, that's a problem too. But then you got guys like a Emmanuel Stewart or like even a Virgil Hunter that are dedicated to making the guy better. You know, like Andre, you know, again, right. their, their, right. their relationship was right. like a perfect example. Like he wasn't there to to just ride the train and say, this is my best fighter. No, he was there to make him better because he saw the potential in him. So it was like, if you do something wrong, I'm going to tell you do something wrong. You know, like early in his career, he said how Andre Ward used to try to leap in like Roy Jones and do the Roy Jones move. Virgil Hunter mm-hmm. comes straight up, man. You you do that stuff, you get knocked out because you ain't fast as Roy, you know. 
He told right. him, you know, he told him straight up, you know, you gotta craft a style that fits your physique and your body, you know, and that right there, that's like a to me, those are just like key words that set you off when he's when you got a you when you got the right person in your corner that wants to better you, you know. I mean, another good example of, and you know, in today's boxing is, you know, Mark Breland, even even though he knew um that was a big no no for Wilder, but him being dedicated to Wilder as a fighter and caring about him as a man, you know, he threw the towel in and that's what I'm saying. You need people that are gonna go against you sometimes and do the right thing and um that's a good example in my opinion of some being dedicated. Yeah. You know, having the right people in your corner, you know, with that, you know, the stance that Mark Breland just took in the Wilder Fury rematch. Mm-hmm. Even even like just going back to when he, he stopped the fight. You know, right, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, pre- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was getting when he stopped the fight. You know, that that's what I'm saying. That was he had straight orders not to do that, but he had to go against yeah. what Wilder said, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he cared about Wilder as a man, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, right. And um, so that's what I would say. That yeah, that's why I was saying, you know, mm-hmm. that's you want those type of people in your corner. Definitely, you know what man. I mean? Another guy might have just let him get knocked out. He said, "Yo, Wilder said don't do it." You know what I mean? Other guys might have just let that happen. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, all right, I got a good question for you, P. I'm gonna ask you this. It's part of uh, part of the topic, man. Uh, if if you were a trainer, like, what what are some signs of a fighter that you want to see to really show them that man, this kid is this kid is, you know, he he really wants to box, you know, he's he's dedicated to this man. Like, I can tell he really wants to do this, you know, he really wants to do this for a living. Like, what would be something you really look out for, like a key attribute in a, a young kid that you were just training, man? A, a, a skill set or just like an attribute? Attribute. Just just something, you know, he does that makes you say, I can tell he wants to do this. Well. He's in it for the long haul. Well, one one thing, one one of the main things would be, would be consistency. Showing up on time mm-hmm. and showing up on a regular basis. And then, you know, to, in my opinion, his willingness and eagerness to, to learn. You know, if you show a guy something one time and next week he come back, he done mastered it. In my mind, that makes me think that this guy, he's on the right path. That's the results I want to see. You know, now if he didn't master it in a week, that's fine too. But if a guy did master it in a week, that's what I want to see. You know what I mean? A guy who can take what I, take what I teach him or give him build on to that and do more, you know? So maybe next week I showed him something next week, he come back doing what I showed him and added a little bit of pizzazz to it, you know, just, just going that extra mile, that extra step to me, but definitely being consistent. You know what I'm saying? Consistent. You know what I mean? You can't show one day, not show up another day. You need to kind of be regimented on time, man, because Fighting is, is about a bunch of schedules, making weight, you know, doing a lot of things that take discipline and take dedication. So I need to see that in the beginning before we even go further and I already know it's not going to work. You know what I mean? If you can't make it past first base, it ain't no point in, you know, even playing the game, to yeah. be honest, because it only get more and more rarer the further you go, man. I mean, you talking about you can't make weight in the beginning. That's one thing. You get on a big scale and don't make weight, that might cost you a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Cost you, you know, you get so, fine, yeah, title, you get yeah, title, mm-hmm. million dollars. So I don't want to wait till we, we, we championship status to realize you're not disciplined. You know what I'm saying? Or you falling off the wagon. So, um, those are some some of the, some of the things just off the top of my head, ain't that that would like, you know, pique my interest and make me say, hey man, this kid is 
or this guy's really serious about this. And, you know, outside of his skill set, his work ethic and his attributes or what you need to be good at this sport. Mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, I, I agree with those definitely. Um, I think for me, it would kind of be this, be the same thing, but I say if I had to break it down, like as far as what I see, it would definitely have to be somebody like when you, when you tell them to be somewhere, like, hey, be here six in the morning, you know, they're there at like 5.30. You know, they're there at 5.30 in the morning. You know, they're showing you that they want to make sure they're there in time to understand their surroundings, understand what they're getting into, and already kind of give their self time to prepare for what's to come, you know? They're not showing up at 6 o'clock or 6.05 or 6.10 and you waiting on them. It's almost like they're waiting on you. Um, I think another thing is just asking questions. You know, it kind of, you want to see some, you want to have a kid or see a kid that's asking questions because they really want to understand it. You know, they're, they're really trying to find out what they're doing wrong or, or why they do this and how, how they do this and why they, what purpose are we throwing a jab like this for, you know, just stuff like that. And I think another thing is to just them, um, sometimes taking matters into their own hands not necessarily like going against what you say, but knowing that they have to do something like say, if you tell them to throw it this way, Oh, well, they kind of craft something for their own sake because it works for their body. You know, just little stuff like that. I want to see somebody take matters into their own hands. Like you don't have to call them every morning to get them ready to the gym. Again, going back to that, they're up because they chose to, you know, they're, they're, they're drinking more water. They're eating certain things that stay on their weight because they want it, you know, you're just kind of there to give them some advice and give them tips on what they should do. But no, they're already doing their own research. You know, I think that's another thing, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of some things that I would say, man, like, yeah, that kid right there, you know, he's somebody you'd want to stick with, you know, not somebody right. just out there being flashy already. No, they're, they're, they're willing to kind of be humble and humility, you know, face humility and build, you know, build from the ground up. Right. I mean, I, I definitely agree. You know, I mean, and mind you, from my perspective, that's in a perfect world. You know, of course, most guys won't come <laughs> with all those attributes, which mm-hmm. don't mean that they won't be a champion or they won't succeed. But, you know, the question was, what, what are some things that you, that you, that you would like to see? So, right. yep. you know, we, we just, we just broke that that down but you know we seen fighters who don't show none of that stuff and still went on to be <laughs> a world champion so mm-hmm. you know um it's just that that's that's how the game that's how the game is you know it's no blueprint to the game but i mean there's certain things that you you can't get around and hard work and dedication and no commitment you know clean living you know what i'm saying um discipline you know, those are things you can't get around. You can't balloon and wait. You can't mm-hmm. drinking and smoking and partying and, you know, doing all the things, getting in domestic disputes, getting locked up. You can't do all those things mm-hmm. that take away from, you know, your focus on being sharp in the ring. I mean, yeah. one misstep could cost you. So, um, you know, even like with certain things in training you know um the the more and more technology changes there's different things where they can cut corners with you know cardio you might add a little something to cardio they might take away something but you know you can't you can't come up with a new way to uh to to have somebody else dedicated for you that that dedication to the sport always stays the same man right 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 i mean even with the new technology, the guys that are dedicated, they're taking, they're going to the next level, ain't Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, dedication to take you this far, and you got dedication and add technology, I mean, come on, sky's the limit. So the guys who fully understand that are really reaping the benefits of um, what's going on right now, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah, they're the, they're the ones that's always like, you know, well, what does this do? How can I get my hands on this? You know, 
this is what I need to be doing. They're always right. the ones that want want to get firsthand in it and make sure they're in it. But even like I was saying, you know, talking to one MMA fighter, they were saying like, I, their words were like, I don't do much, you know, because I'm dedicated to the sport. So I'm eating, sleeping, and just fighting. I'm eating, sleeping, and training. I'm eating and sleeping and training. That's all I'm doing because uh, this is what I want to do. So all the other stuff has got to be cut out. So when you're with that sport, that's another thing people understand that that's that one thing you're going to be doing. But it's like you said earlier, you could be retired by 30 or 31 if you do it right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, that, if, if that's and, all you want to do. Yeah, and have the whole second half of your life to enjoy. I mean, in mind, some people come into the fight game with families and stuff like that, but I'm just saying, if you can hold off to a good 30, 31, mm-hmm. then you can do it fairy tale style. You know what I'm saying? But it's not the type of thing where in the workforce, you gotta work till you're 60. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, boxing, this you you're on a fast track you know what I mean? But you can acquire and attain a lot of things in a short amount of time and set yourself up real good. And then, you you know, you got by 30, which is still extremely young, oh, yeah. to enjoy your life. You know, if you, if you got a family, enjoy your kids. I mean, to be honest, the last thing I would want to do being a fighter and had to come home and have my kids had to see me battered and bruised. I, I, that's one thing I still don't get, the kids coming to the fight. And them having to come home and look at their daddy looking like a monster. That's something that I don't think kids should really be exposed to. Because they don't understand. And that's something that can stick with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So that's just me, though. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. But like you say, if you do it right, you could you know, be out the game under 35 and still live a really good life. Yeah, man. That's why I say there's a lot of guys now. That's why I say that clock is ticking with a lot of these guys who who are kind of waiting around, marinating for big fights. I was like, man, you get it now, or you got it, you get it. If you got it maybe three or four years ago, you'd be set. You know, you'd be set. You'd be y'all would be good. But you know, sometimes the longer you stay around, you know, the harder it gets. You know. Of course. Of course. I mean, it's like anything in life, though. Man. You know, you put the work in, put the hard work in early, and you don't have to worry. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, with the fight game. You put the, you put the hard work in. You know, working hard, dedication, training, and the, and the rest, the rest, the rest will come. Man. Oh, definitely, man. But um. Yeah, man, before we do wrap this one up, man, like I'm saying, you know, we just kind of want to touch on something different with y'all, you know, on, you know, the one time is attribute that every fighter needs is just to be dedicated. But um, if you could name one fighter, P, that just you always said was that guy who stayed true to the sport to really get what they want, who would it be? I mean, just it's just like a no-brainer, man. I mean, when I think of dedication, I think of somebody like a Floyd Mayweather. I mean, that's just... I mean, of course, there's other dedicated fighters, but when I think about a guy who to the world might have seemed like he partied and did all the wrong things during his career, he really didn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's how he was able to stay on top all these time, all this time by clean living, hard work, and, and dedication. Um, but like I said, that's the first fighter that comes to mind that you know, in that question, but it's it's a ton, million more fighters out there who definitely been dedicated to the sport. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I guess a better way to put it would be like, what really, like, what made Floyd stand out above the rest with his? I mean, it wasn't just that saying hard work and dedication. It was like he came to terms with saying that after he showed it. You know, right. He was really able right, to stand right, above the rest right, of the fighters. Right, and, you know, he was right. like, well, people probably say, well, what kept you in the sport for so long, you know, and how did you make it so far as an undefeated fighter? Well, hard work and dedication. I mean, and, yeah, everything he's shown, everything from training to 
three in the morning, even after the club, not drinking, not smoking, um, everything, you know, he stayed dedicated to keep that body fit for what he knew he needed yeah. to do. Yeah. You don't, yeah, you yeah. don't see a lot of fighters yeah. do that though. Yeah. yeah. Be, be, being strong yeah. enough to go to the club and yes. be around some of these things and still not get sidetracked. You know what I mean? He was able to do that. Every fighter not going to be able to do that, but mm -hmm. you know, for three decades, two, three decades in the fight game, he, he, he you know, we've seen him, we've seen him do that. But the one, the one thing that we would have to equate to dedication is, I mean, being undefeated and lasting that long in the game. This we do, we, and we know by all means it's a dangerous game. Anything yeah. can happen at any given time. Oh yeah. You know? yeah. So, um, for him to go out on top and still be a top, on top and relevant in 2020. Mm -hmm. um, like I say, he's one. Of the, he's he's one of the the first fighters to pop into my head, and because I mean, he, you know, you, you it's he's so in your face with the dedication thing because he takes pride on that, and mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. I mean, that is his slogan: hard work, dedication. You know, but it's not just a slogan; it's something that. It's a mantra, it's something he really lives by. It's a lifestyle for him, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, and I will say another fighter that do come to mind too, just because I'll let young fighters know that's coming up now. Like, now just because, let's say, if you lost, that don't mean you got to break your dedication. I mean, losing is a part of it. So I definitely say somebody like Lennox Lewis, because, you know, mm -hmm. he was a guy who faced two knockouts. You know, he showed that if you kind of break concentration once, like even against Hasim Rockman. You know, one time you lose it, hey, you know, you could lose it that one night, but he get he got back on the path and was able to beat both of the guys that knocked him out. So, you know, it's gonna be a bumpy road, no doubt, you know, but I'm just saying like exactly. I just wanted him to exactly. know that yeah, like you can't go through the whole thing undefeated. Now that you said that real quick, you know, you got Bernard Hopkins dedicated. Yeah. You know, fighter. You got Vladimir Klitschko knocked out a few times. Went on to have like the longest what heavyweight, one of the longest heavyweight reigns. So, like I said, it's a million more you can think of who definitely you know fit into that that dedication piece. You know, for whatever reason or or showed it in a different way. But um, like you say, I mean Lennox Lewis, you know, knocked out two times, but still went on to be one of the greats. I mean, it's just you know, dedication don't mean you're not going to lose. You're not going to, right. you know what I'm saying, get oh, knocked yeah, out. Yeah. Let's, let's clear that up. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. Yeah, that's why you tell the young that's, groups, you know, know, don't think that. Floyd, oh. he, he happened to do it, and, 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 we, and we praise him for that, and we marvel at him for being able to do that, but that's not mm -hmm. a prerequisite, and most people are not going to do that. That's mm -hmm. raising the bar really high, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, dedication don't mean you can't have a loss or you know, you can't become dedicated. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Right, right. So, um, just don't want them thinking that, oh, oh, comes with it, you know, forever. Nah, man, <laughs> you know, we just want to yeah. say, you know, reward comes with it, but you know, it's a rocky road to it, man. But, uh, yeah, bro, exactly. uh, though, uh, <clears throat> I think we covered some pretty good points about this topic, though. Um, but was there anything you else you wanted to talk about? Anything else in boxing that caught your eye lately, man? Nothing much, right? I mean, we get the same talk. Yeah, yeah, just, 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 just a lot of talk right now, and that's why we kind of yeah. chose to just do a, you know, a random kind of broad topic about the sport, not about what's going on in the sport. You know, um, it's not a whole lot of stuff in the sport it's in concrete and it's a lot of speculation it's not a whole lot that you're hearing from the horse's mouth you know a lot of speculation and social media stuff so um nothing man just looking forward to um getting back to some normalcy and boxing i mean we don't really hear a timeline or really know what's <laughs> what's gonna happen i mean we hear some stuff in september but I, actually, I heard um, some June. I heard some June nineteenth dates too, man. Like June. Oh, some June nineteenth things. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nothing solid. I think if it so, happens, it's gonna be another closed, another closed type venue. But um, <clears throat> nothing really solid though. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that's just like gonna be the new wave, man. I, 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 it'll be a while before we probably 
you know, see some crowds or whatever, which is which which is something to think about. No live gate. That's a lot of money that won't be coming in. But um, I don't I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be tricky. It's gonna be tricky for boxing that. It's gonna be yeah. tricky to pay a guy thirty million for a fight and ain't no live gate. You know what I'm saying? So oh, yeah, yeah. Like that's, I said, um, that's where the, that's where the bucks to, come in. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be tricky to you know fighters used to getting. Boxers used to getting, you know, certain types of paydays. So, like I say, man, I'm just looking forward to seeing how they unroll um, boxing in the new era. You know what I'm saying? Boxing post-COVID-19. But that's it, man. That's it. Like I say, man, I'm kind of, I don't really have no thoughts. No, no, I don't know what to expect. I'm just kind of sitting back anticipating Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 with you, man. Like I just been kinda, you know, uh satisfying the fight fix with uh the UFC, you know, since the UFC's got cards on cards right now. You know, they got one coming up the thirtieth, then they got another one coming up June sixth. So, you know, I'm just kinda staying busy with the fights over there. But I think that if boxing wants to come back in any type of way, they might have to find some kind of um they might have to find some kind of blueprint the same way the UFC is doing, you know, maybe fix salaries for a little bit, you know, and they have to go with that. Cause yeah, when you brought that up about the money, man, just uh, those ticket sales and everything, man, that's a big part of it, man. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of yeah. it. Man. That's what you're uh, talking about the paydays they get at, you know? Yeah. Those paydays are going to be going down a little bit, man. And I think that, as a part of dedication, though, if you want to be in that sport, though, you might just take that pay cut for a while. So, you know, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to ride with that. But um, yeah, man. Other than that, man, just chilling out the rest of this Memorial Day weekend. Like I said, I ain't gonna be doing too much, though, bro. Yeah, same here, man. Um, happy Memorial Day weekend, to everybody out there. But I ain't doing yeah. much. Um, I'm off tomorrow. I'm be doing some grilling and um, just chilling, man. You know, I'm out messing with the drone and working out and messing with the dog. So, you know, I'll be entertained. Eh? I'm I'm all right. Yeah, I'm I am right. too, man. I got my I got my stacks of movies, man. You seen the movie stack here, so you know I ain't I Oh yeah. Ain't, oh, yeah. <laughs> I ain't bored. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I definitely been yeah, moving it up and YouTubing it up and you know, like I say, I'm 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 all right, brother. I'm all right. All right, cool. But um, before we do go fully bounce, P, uh, I know you posted on the jab effect too, man, about um the young kid that was kind of sad. Uh, Darius, man, uh, could you feel yeah. everybody just a little bit? Yeah, man. Bounce, and you broke up for a second. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I was gonna say yeah. Before we go, like I saw you posted on the page about the young kid Darius. I was just wondering if you could fill in people a little bit on him and you know, just kind of give him a shout out, you know? Um, well, just, just one, one of the kids from, um, you know, Upton Boxing Center who actually, mm-hmm. you know, works with Coach Calvin Ford. Um, the past week he, he was shot and, um, he was, he was, he was in bad, bad shape for a couple of days. Um, the reports I'm reading, he's doing better. You know, they say he's, he, he's opening his eyes and, He's moving a little bit, so um, it's just an unfortunate story. Um, but it's 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 a common story in Baltimore, just the gun violence and mm-hmm. you know just these young kids losing their lives. And um, this this is a kid who is trying to do something with with himself, and um, still fell victim to some of the gun violence. So man, I definitely want to give a shout out to Darius and. Um, Keep him in my prayers, you know, all of us keep him in our prayers and our thoughts for a speedy recovery. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. The good news, though. Yeah, man. Um, Still, the details are still sketchy, different, you know, stories going around. But the one thing that seems to be consistent is he is doing better and he should be, should, should, they said he should make a full recovery. So, um, like I say, man, um, shout out to Darius and um, we, we keeping you in our prayers, man. 
All right. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I hope he um, pulls through, man. Still got a lot of life ahead of him, man. But um, yeah, before we do bounce P, uh, where can everybody follow you at? Um, man, y'all can catch me on at on IG at P Barnhill. And you can catch me also at Loud Pack Boxing on um IG. All right, so you can follow me on Instagram at all boxing everything and at combo breaker ninety-nine. And you can subscribe to our channel, The Jab Effect, on YouTube. And subscribe to me on Combo Breaker 99 as well. And, um, yeah, man, just uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, The Jab Effect. And uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And, um, yeah, we got some new subscribers, you know, told me that they're checking out the show now, Pete. So, cool, cool. We appreciate it. always good, man. That's always good. Yeah. Matter of fact, shout out to a young fighter coming up on um, Instagram, Hunter Guy of Thunder Kelly. Okay, yeah, I've seen him uh, post and comment before. Cool. Hunter Michael Kelly, yeah, that's his full name. He's an amateur fighter, so definitely want to give him a shout out. You know, he's been uh, he's been checking out the show. But yeah, man, appreciate that. But uh, yeah, man, uh, but we bounce like always. I'm combo breaking ninety nine. It's your boy Boxing P. And we out, y'all, later. Later.